Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome, Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry, watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Justin Adams TV at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber, the public, go to RMFP.com. Justin filled in yesterday. He's filling in today. He is repping CU gear for him and Danny. Um, I think it's great that you're repping, and um, I think it's great that you're repping. <laughs> I mean, but, you got to give a shout out to him. Come on, man. Give a shout out to see you. What time? Why am I giving a shout out to see you? I mean, you know, you got to love the buffs, man. Why do I have to love the buffs? I'm not from here. I didn't go there. I mean, you know, if you don't want to talk about greatness, I mean. Oh, please. I went there. You, 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 Come on. You, you and I, well, you had a great seat on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick. Yeah. We have some breaking news I want to get to. Oh, wow. To. Okay. Yeah, this is important. Uh, a Missouri woman was awarded $5.2 million in a settlement from an insurance company, Geico, after contracting HPV while having sex in a car of a guy who was insured by Geico. She sued and got $5.2 million because it says insurance policy provided coverage for her injuries and losses. (laughs) What? That is right up there with the hot coffee at McDonald's lawsuit. Right. You shagged some guy in his car, got HPV, and now you're suing because of your injury and loss. What a way to start the show. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. You know what? If she wanted to practice safety, she didn't need a seatbelt. She needed a condom. Yeah. But I digress. It's official. The Lightning, if they close out the Rangers tomorrow night, game one of the Stanley Cup final will be on Wednesday Mm -hmm. here in Denver. Game two will be on Saturday. With that, there are pros and cons to the Lightning closing this out tomorrow. Rattle them off for me. No, pros. I mean, they'll be hot, right? They Who? won four. No, Lightning won mm-hmm. four in a row. Yep. Um. You also you'll start earlier, obviously on Wednesday. Yep. Um. The pro. I'm talking about the pros for the Abs. Oh, for the Abs. Yeah. Oh, get going. Let's go play some hockey. Let's play. Let's go. Let's get ready to roll. Middle of the week. Um. You don't have as long of a layoff. Um. Guys should be getting back healthy either way. Yeah. Let's go play some hockey. Let's move on. Here's the other thing too. That's a pro. Is that the next game, game two, mm-hmm. will be after a two day rest. Yeah. So game two will be Saturday. But both teams have that. But I know, but I'm just saying for, for your team, you'll be able to say, hey, we still have those two days, and then go from there. Um, they, they've had plenty of rest. I don't think they're going to be screaming for more no, rest. No, no, and they shouldn't be, yeah. but I, but it's just overall, just in general, you have that. Because if they start on Saturday, then it's every other day that you play. Right. What are the cons? <laughs> the cons are starting on Wednesday that you're, you're playing against a Lightning team that's hot, one four in a row. Um, and they're going after a cup. You already know the, the narrative that will be around them looking to win three in a row. Um, and I don't know, maybe 
by starting on Wednesday and not Saturday, you might not get Kadri back. You might not Bingo. get Gugliango back um, as quickly. Bingo. Those are the two things that I'm looking at. So do you, with all of that said, I would say I would rather the series start on Saturday. I agree. Because I want the opportunity to have Kadri in the lineup, mm-hmm. Cogliano mm-hmm. in the lineup. I don't think they're going to have a big problem, honestly, with an 11-day layoff. But you know the other positive to this going to a Game 7? Mm-hmm. I don't want to get the hockey gods mad at me. I'd rather take on the Rangers anyway. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. Because <laughs> the Lightning look real good. They look really, really good. Now, I mean, obviously you can look at the speed of the Avalanche and um, you would think that that would just overwhelm Tampa Bay. But, I mean, goodness gracious. Let's, let's call it what it is. That was one of those games where the Rangers up one to nothing and, you know, tied it up. Um, I believe tied it up in a second. Went to the third, and late in the game, you just saw just how resilient the Lightning were, and they were able to get two goals to call it a day. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that, but that's what they do, though. That's that's exactly what they do. Eric, they have this real good um, NHL documentary. Um, you can see it on ESPN+, and I know, right, you have to get another online subscription. But they have this thing, Quest for the Stanley Cup. And, I mean, it is so good. It is so insightful for somebody like myself who, obviously, we don't grow up in the hockey culture. But just to be able to see, like, how the Lightning, how they go about their business, um, how their head coach talks to the team and everything um, during intermissions, it's just so eye-opening to see just how they continue to plug on. No matter what, we're up or we're down. We're just going to continue to plug on. And that's something that I saw last night. Yeah. Now, Darcy Kemper, I believe, is 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the question is, who do you start? Start Darcy. Start Darcy. Well, sell me on it. It's not much to sell. Uh, do you want to see somebody give up five goals? And then you try to be excited about a win because he gave up five goals? I think if Darcy Kemper... Was Darcy Kemper ever the best guy on the ice in the net in any of the playoff games he played? No. So... so well, but, I, but, wait, wait, wait. but other than one game, you want to say that Frensos was the best guy other than game two. No, game three, he was terrific too. Mm. He, he had he had a stretch. He had a stretch where he gave up three goals, I think, in seven periods. Are you confident in Frensos to be able to, no, no, here's the thing, here's the thing. To be able to go into Stanley Cup final mm-hmm. and to be able to get you four wins. Are you confident with Darcy Kemper giving up big fat rebounds? Because that's what he has done all playoffs long. If he's a hundred percent, he did, this, he did he did that during the regular season. I know, too. yeah, he did. But you know, you look at the way that he played in the second half of the season. He was really good. But nobody cares about how you play the second half of the season, right? It matters how you're playing now. It matters how you're playing now. But I'm not as confident as the way as Francois was playing. I'm not in game four, right? If I look at game four mm-hmm. and look at the goals that he gave up. Yeah. Now, now, some, now, don't get no, me wrong. No, yeah. Tell me about, so, t- no, tell me, tell me no. about the goals. I can tell you right now. I can, so, hold on. Hold yeah. on. Stop. You could have put Brodeur stapled to Patrick Waugh. Right. In the net, and the two of them tied together wouldn't have made some of those saves. The only one that I look at and I'm like, okay, you may have to make a change was the one that tied up the game against Edmonton. That's the type of one that you have to have. Other than that, how many, how many, for lack of a better phrase, softies did Kemper give up? Oh my goodness! Well, and that's my point. You're making it sound like this is an easy decision. Well, I mean, to me, I, to me personally, I look and I say, if this is your guy 
and you got all the way here with him and exactly not the other guys playing so much to the point that he's that much better where you have to say it's a it's a no-brainer, right? If you're the backup, it has to be a no-brainer for you to be over the guy who's been starting for you. The guy who's been starting for you has not been the best goalie on the ice in any of the games he has played. Is this something that we're not looking at? No, but 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 in a sense of this, okay? Because we're both. By the way, I'm not pu- I'm not push pushing French Sos. Right. I'm just saying. No, no. But, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in Kemper. But I think that kind of brings up a bigger issue: is that the Avs are clearly they're going to go into the series whoever they play, forechecking offense, defense for the most part. I'm not concerned about that. Goaltending, I am concerned about that. Well, yeah. That's a huge issue for this team. It's always been a huge issue. It was an issue before the season started. I I, I know. And the question was, is Darcy Kemper going to be the guy? Now they're sitting in the Stanley Cup final. Mm -hmm. He appears to be, or it's reported, according to Jared Bednar, that he's 100% healthy, which is great. If I were Jared Bednar, I would talk to Landis Gog and say, who do the guys feel most comfortable with on the ice? I agree. Now, you can make the case he is taking his own coaching decision out of his hand and putting it in the hand of Landis Gog. But... I think collaborating with your captain mm-hmm. is a smart idea. It's a, it is a smart idea. It's You know what it is, though? It's almost like a quarterback coming to the sideline and talking to the offensive coordinator, talking to the head coach about a play, right? If the head coach is calling a play and he goes and says, what's your favorite play? What do you like to run here? That's collaborating with yeah. your quarterback. See, I don't believe, and I'm very much on my own island on this, I don't believe that because you're the number one guy, you automatically get your job back. No. Uh, I think everyone should be open and understanding of being Wally pipped. Mm-hmm. If you're not playing well and you get pulled, or if you get listen, if you get injured mm-hmm. and you're playing great, mm-hmm. you should get the job back. Right, I'm with you on that. But it's not as if Kemper was playing great, and for Francos, um, every game he's been on the ice, they've won. But then again, they haven't lost that many games. Mm-hmm. But he he had he had the best game of. The playoffs. Game two. That's right. Game two. They look fantastic. And how many breakdowns did the defense have? Which is another thing that you look at. It's like the breakdowns that they've had um, against the Blues. You know, I've talked about this a lot. And that last series against the Blues, round two, they gave up eight goals. Eight goals with the lead. Think about that. Will you take a, take on a team like Tampa Bay, potentially? And let's call it what it is. Most likely you're taking on Tampa Bay. You cannot give up leads like that. You right. cannot give up goals like that. Um, and so you can't have those defensive breakdowns. But you want to go and say, who's going to be the guy that you believe in the most? That if we get into a one-goal type of situation, mm-hmm. that he's going to get us the dub. I will go with Darcy Kemper. Um, but <laughs> it's not like he's the leader of the clubhouse by that much. So I, it may be the type of series here, Eric, to be very honest with you. We might see both guys. Well, I think whoever you see, there's going to be a short leash. Mm-hmm. As much as anything else. And I would have no problems with that. Neither would I. I, I would understand starting Kemper, mm-hmm. and I would understand starting Francois. As they say in a quarterback competition, when you have two, it means you have none. Bingo. And they, and they don't have any right now. But somebody has to step up at least for four games. Four games. Get you four W's. Right. Coming up after the break, Washington Commanders. They've been in the news a lot lately and for all the wrong reasons. And now... There is something new. You probably heard about what happened with Jack Del Rio and what he said at a press conference. Well, Ron Rivera, the head coach, decided to do something about it. What he did 
Was it the right thing to do? That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back, Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry, watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Justin Adams TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you texting? My wife. You're doing a show. I know. I'm just. Do you do this when you're on Channel Four? Oh yeah. You text your wife during the show. Yeah. So you, you know how it is when you. Uh, no, anchor. I don't. No, I actually I don't. No, really? Okay. So every no, so I often. Really don't. Every so often, when the camera's not on you, and uh, you know, you're not exactly talking or anything. Dude, you got to get out of that habit. Of texting while you're in there? Yes. It's, it's ever so often. It's not, it's not all the Hold time. Hold on. Let I, me just I stay let, focused. Let, I'm locked in. Let me give you a piece of unsolicited advice. Okay. As a guy who did TV for a long time. Mm-hmm. When a camera is pointed at you, Boy. when a mic is on you, mm-hmm. you are always hot. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. If the director slips with his finger... Right? Mm-hmm. Or the TD slips with his finger mm-hmm. and accidentally puts you on camera texting your wife. How's that going to look? Probably won't look as good. But it's called a hot mic. It is. When the mic is on, you always have to assume it's hot. Right. When, when a camera is pointed at you. You always have to assume it's on. And you don't want anyone seeing you texting, texting mm-hmm. anybody in the middle of a show. You, you know what's interesting as you say that? I remember years ago. Um, somebody was yawning. Um, they were doing, uh, like talking about weather or whatever in the middle of their weather hit. And then director cameras on hit the button and the person just yawning and everything. And, you know, kind of carrying on a little bit. I'll tell you, and this. they had to apologize for that. I'll tell you this. Just imagine, I'm not trying to, you know, no, you good school. You, yeah, yeah, you good. You good. Well, w- let's say for the sake of argument, the director slipped mm-hmm. and showed you texting. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what do you even though you would apologize and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. what would be your reputation? Oh. Guy who doesn't take his job seriously. Right. Right. He's in the middle of a live show and he's texting somebody. Right, 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 right. That's something that you can't apologize enough for. That will stick with you for the rest of your mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do. Mm-hmm. That that's the guy who was texting in the middle right, of a right, show. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, it, it's but it's small things like that that you always see that uh, that sticks, right? And impacts people. But Or, you know what? Here's the other thing. You find yourself on YouTube. You right? will. You, will. Mm-hmm. you don't want that, do you? Nobody. So you decide you want to look for another job. They'll find that uh, clip. And they will definitely uh, talk about it. I'll ask or they'll you, consider it. I'll ask you. If mm-hmm. you're hiring mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a YouTube video flying around mm-hmm. of a guy texting as he's anchoring... Mm-hmm. How serious do you take that guy? No, you don't. There? You don't take that person so, seriously at all. But nope, there's no but. When uh, when your wife or you're doing radio, mm-hmm. send up some uh, some plans for a date after the radio show. Right, that's what commercial breaks are for. Well, you know, 
Depends on uh, what she texts you. Sounds like you take Channel 4 more seriously than this show. <laughs> Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. So not the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. but the head coach, Ron Rivera, has fined his defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio, $100,000 after calling the Capitol riot on January 6th a dust-up. Right. Del Rio also said, I would love to understand the whole story about why the summer riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed, but the incident at the Capitol is. Mm-hmm. This is what Rivera said. This morning, I met with Coach Del Rio to express how disappointed I am in his comments on Wednesday. His comments do not reflect the organization's views and are extremely hurtful to our great community. As we saw last night in the hearings, what happened on Capitol Hill on January 6th was an act of domestic terrorism. After reflecting on the situation and circumstances, I've decided to fine Coach Del Rio hundred grand, which the team will donate to the United States Capitol Police Memorial Fund. Should Rivera have fined Del Rio, mm-hmm. fired him, or done nothing? You know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and initially I was going to say that either you fire the guy or, in many respects, you do nothing, right? And that was my initial thought. But then I thought about it a little bit more, and it really comes down to only two options. Either he should have been fired or fined, because I understand freedom of speech. I understand... All these different things, right? I understand that, you know, you're in the podium and Jack Del Rio could have said something along the lines of, you know, hey, I'm here just to talk about football and move on from there. He didn't even have to address that himself. But when you are representing a company, like right now, even though I have my CU garb and everything private, It's a privately owned company. You have the right to do that. Exactly. Free speech goes out the window when you work for a privately owned company. And that's the number one thing is that you're representing a company. You're representing the commanders. And, And the moment that you do that, especially um, when the commanders, they're looking to get a new stadium. They're looking for a lot of other different things they're trying to do. And when you do something like that. Well, this just this added another log to the bonfire it did. that is the problem for the commanders. So what should have been the move, honestly, should have been you remove Jack Del Rio as your defensive coordinator and you move on and you pick somebody else up. Because in the NFL, we see it all the time where you could go and fire a coordinator. Like we see this midseason, right? Team fires the coordinator. They go and have somebody else be the interim, and then you move on from there. They could have definitely did something like that right here. I'm glad they find him. I would have had no problems if they fired him, mm-hmm. but they should have done nothing. Mm. Do tell. Do tell. Because I do believe in freedom of speech. I agree. I agree. And that's it. Yeah. Now, I, I disagree with the phrase what? that Rivera said. The comments do not reflect the organization's views. That's not true. Because I'm sure there are more than a few people in that organization that believe exactly what Jack Del Rio. Listen, that's what freedom of speech is. Mm-hmm. You you can yell at the highest mountaintop your view on something, but you have a right to say it. You have a right to say it, but you don't have the right of the consequences that happens afterwards. I agree. Based off of what you said and based off of what he, first of all, what he tweeted. Then of how he responded to the question, the last question, by the way, of his press conference, based off of what you said after that, based off of what you already tweeted. So I would imagine that 
there was already some conversation that was happening based off of what you said a couple of days ago. Actually, actually, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a step back. I would not have fined him. Okay. I would have talked to my defensive guys. And if enough defensive guys who are probably black Mm -hmm. and he is jumping into the BLM movement Mm -hmm. and a lot of your, a lot of your defensive players are black Mm -hmm. and they feel like, you know what? I am so disgusted by this guy. I might just tune him out. Then you might have to fire him. Shelby Harris tweeted out when the comment came out, right? Everybody had videos and everything. Right. He just tweeted that he wouldn't play for the guy. Now we get it, right? He's in Seattle. But right. if he's talking about it, understand right. that there are other guys in other locker rooms, especially okay. in Washington, that are saying the same thing. I'll ask you, you're black. Would you want to play for No, him? I wouldn't at all. I so, wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't at all. So but but, but here's here's the thing though, right? So I say that I won't be I don't want to play for him. But in many respects, I have no choice. No, you but do. To be able- no, yeah, you do. See, that that's where a guy like Kurt Flood took a stand mm-hmm. in terms of fighting the uh, reserve clause, which became free agency. Mm-hmm. That's what Colin Kaepernick did. Right. right, right. He kneeled despite, mm-hmm. and he sacrificed his career. So, yes, Justin. Right. You Hold on. You have an option. Right. You have an option. Right. But- and while you're saying you're willing to stand up, and I say this with all due respect to you, mm-hmm. you're not really. Right. Well, no, 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 no. I'm willing to stand up for my family. And this is how, right? No, don't. Wait, okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. No, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. What if you're not married? Even if you're not. Who's your family? Well, even if you're not married. Help, then, helping mom and dad? Mom and dad, maybe your kids in the future, maybe your wife for the future, how about, right? How about Colin Kaepernick? He was willing He was willing to take a stand. Yes, and you know what? It's a tremendous thing that he did. Tremendous, tremendous thing that he did. But why does it always have to be the black male who has to go out and sacrifice his career and that he did all the suicides for, that he sacrificed himself for when he was a youngster, when, that he took all the licks and all the hits for in college, that now he has to go and sacrifice his career? His opportunity to build wealth for his family. That's the number one thing. To build wealth for his family. Okay. He has to sacrifice that because of some idiot defensive coordinator? I'll put it to you like this, and I mean this sincerely. Right. I mean this, what I'm about to say sincerely. Mm -hmm. And if the owner of our station said something anti-Semitic, one minute later, that would be my last day. Oh, great. No, 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 hold on. You can't say you agree because you would take that stand. I'm saying I would. Right. But, but that's, see, it's, it's different when you're talking about somebody who is post 50, right? On the other side of their career, have, have maybe a decade or so left. No, no, it's, I would have done that. I I would have done that under any circumstance. We, we are friends and we know each other. Sure, sure, sure. I am willing to plant my flag when I believe something and there have been instances in the past where I have walked away mm-hmm. from a lot of money right. on principle. Right. Let me rephrase. L- 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 let me repeat yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I have walked away from a lot of money mm-hmm. on principle. Right. Because at the end of the day, for me, my principle mm-hmm. is more important than money. I'll find a way to make money someplace else. Okay. That's fine. But now you're talking about a 22, 23, 24-year-old. Let's go. Let's say 25, 26, okay? Uh, Who's still in contract, number one. Who's in an industry that you could get fired at any moment. You get let go at any moment. 
who is trying to hang on because a lot of these guys are just trying to hang on to continue to get that next contract, that next opportunity, that next guaranteed uh, money that they're looking for, that next contract. And you're saying that they have to sacrifice that because of an idiot defensive coordinator? Let me ask you something. But you, you know you know what they could do. Now, yeah. this is one thing that they could do. It's still do it right now. Do you think Muhammad Ali was making a ton of money before he was banned no, for three no, no, years? No, no, but, but I'm saying- No, but he but, took a stand too. I agree, but, but here's a way that you could take a stand right now yeah. if you're with the Washington Commanders, right? You could go and say, as a collective, we are not going to play for this individual. As a collective group, we are not going that's to That's fair. And that's a way- More power in numbers. Right, but here's the thing. That's a way that you don't isolate yourself and take it a stand. You take a stand as a group. Right. And it's easier to remove one person or no one question. coordinator based off yourself. And that also doesn't hurt you as a player right. to be able to go and continue to make wealth, money, stay in the league, do all those different things for yourself as well. But that that's the thing. See, that's the number one thing that really bothers me a lot of times, too. And I know we're about to go to a break. Is a lot of times we talk about people standing firm and we look at the individual and we don't look at the community. We don't look at the collective. The biggest thing is that we want to get people on these islands and you take a stand. You plant your flag yourself. And we miss the most powerful thing that happens when you want to make a change. And that's community. We miss that. If the defense for the Washington Commanders, if the team for the Washington Commanders get together as a community and say, this is not what we're going to stand for, then guess what? It's not going to be in the organization. And that's the issue that we have right now. There is a difference between saying that the Capitol riots were a dust up mm-hmm. and saying, I don't like black people. Right. Maybe the Capitol riots isn't where you plant your flag. Mm-hmm. That's not where, you, and that's not where I would plant my flag. Right. But if somebody said something anti Semitic, if somebody said something, used the N word with you mm-hmm. and he was your boss mm-hmm. at Channel 4, mm-hmm. you still work in there? <laughs> Be at another station. I'll put it that way. But here's the thing, too. So you'd quit. But what about your family? Then there would be um, there'll be some different things though. If that was to happen, well, I'm sure there'd be a lawsuit be, too. Right, right, right. Yeah. If that was to happen there. But here's the thing again, though, and I understand where you're coming from. I'm yeah. with you, um, and I'm mindful too of what I'm saying. But this is the thing too. If that was to happen, then it's always the collective that comes together and helps out each other as a community in order to uproot that individual who's a knucklehead that shouldn't be there in the first place. Well, unfortunately, not enough black players stood with Colin Kaepernick. They left him hanging because you know what? They only thought about themselves and their families, and they let this guy hang out to dry because there's a big difference between what Colin Kaepernick did, Mm -hmm. okay, and the reason why he wanted to do it, Mm -hmm. and what Jack Del Rio said. Again, so, yeah. again, that's not. I, I don't. I don't know if I would necessarily plant my flag there yeah. on the Capitol riot thing, right? But there's the, the statistics back it up, where there is there tends to be more violence against right, young right, black right. men. Yes, yes, by the police. Right. right I'm right. not saying it happens all the time, but there's enough. And he decided to take a stand. And not one NFL player. Uh, not not one. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall did. Okay. And other guys. A, a couple. A couple of other guys did. I, I'll end it with this. And again, we got to go to yeah. break. So we heard we go to break. Fear is an amazing and interesting thing. And this <laughs> segment alone, there's so much more to peeling of the onion of why it wasn't an overall collective 
um, especially when it comes to the history of, of being a, a black man in America. To be very well, but but the thing about the dust up, he 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 connected a little bit to, yeah, was, to, to BLM. Yeah, he did, but it was the word dust up. Yeah, that got everybody upset. That, that got everybody yeah. upset. Coming up after the break, every uh, Friday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge. We're going to give you the odds for the Avs, Lightning, and Rangers to win the Cup. Betting value, just value. We'll give you the odds. What are you betting? That's next. Pretending it wasn't that deep. You could see in my eyes that it was taking over. I guess I was just blind and caught up in the moment. You know you take all of my stress right down. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at T Fry, at Justin Adams TV, at Eric Goodman. In the meantime, want to tell you about Siltahar Mazda. What a great place to go. Every time I drive there and I go see my guy, uh, Greg, or I see my guy, PT, I... Uh, Love the fact that nobody runs to my car to try and sell me a car. Yes. That is so terrific. There is no high-pressure sales when you go to Siltahar Mazda. And right now, with gas prices really high, uh, I would highly recommend you take uh, the Mazda CX-30 for a test drive. All-wheel drive, leather trim seats, great power, 32 miles to the gallon. And that is going to save you a ton of money right there. Head on up to Broomfield or check them out at sthmazda.com. Time now. For what's trending what's trending presented by silterhar mazda get to silterhar in broomfield for a no pressure buying experience at silterhar mazda or find them at sthmazda.com okay every friday on the show we do the rocky mountain forest products gambling challenge with our friends ty cal kate and evan from the just us guys podcast Per fan duel here are the odds to win the stanley cup remember the eastern conference final still going on Avalanche are minus 200, meaning a $200 bet wins you 100. The Lightning are plus 195, meaning you bet 100, you win 195. Mm-hmm. Rangers bet 100, you win 1,600. What are you betting if you have to do it today? I'm betting the Avalanche. Even though, man, I would love to get all that money from the New York Rangers, don't get me wrong, but I feel very confident in the Avs, especially that they have home ice. They will be very well rested going up against either the Rangers or the Lightning. And I get it. The Lightning, if they come here to Denver, they'll be very hot. They'll have the narrative. They'll have back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. But you will have to beat the Colorado Avalanche, a team that is unbeaten on the road as well. So I would definitely take the abs. Well, for starters, I would never make a bet where I have to bet more to win less. less. I'm hedging my bet with the Lightning. Bet 100, win 195. I think the Avs will win this series. I don't feel overly, overly confident in it. So I'll make a $100 bet to make roughly 200 I would take that in a second. I would never bet $200 to win 100 I'm a guy who loves guaranteed money, man. That's how I feel about this series, to be honest. You think it's guaranteed money? <laughs> wow. I, I'm just that I'll be strong. very honest with you. I think it's guaranteed money. Guys, what do you think? Now let's talk about the Con Smythe Award for the uh, playoff MVP. Makar is plus 185. You bet 100, you win 185 bucks. Mm-hmm. Nathan McKinnon, plus 220. Bet 100, win 220. Vasilevsky, 
plus 550. What are you doing? I'm going McKinnon. But man, that 550 is... Are you kidding me? Five, okay, whatever. Anyway, I'm going McKinnon. I think Nathan McKinnon, this is what he's been dreaming about. This is what he's been waiting for, especially after what happened last year in the second round and the press conference he had afterwards uh, saying that he's never won anything. This is his opportunity. This is his time, and he's going to show out. I take Vasilevsky all day. I, but I saw that 550. Was, How do you not? Are you serious? If if anything, if anything, you bet. I don't know. You hedge your bet with Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. You bet fifty bucks, and then you still win two twenty five. Like I said though earlier, I love guarantee money. I think Nathan McKinnon is going to have a tremendous series. Well, hold on a second. If you want to say, mm-hmm. if you want to say that. Betting the Avs is guaranteed money. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You're saying the guaranteed money is on the guy who isn't even the favorite? Remember, this is the entire... Remember. Right. Hold on. This is the entire playoffs. I, I get it. It's not just one series. I understand. And Makar has been the best player so far in these playoffs. Certain, and for the Avalanche. He's been the best player. But you'll put a lot of stock into having a really good Stanley Cup final. But what, 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 I mean, I'm just saying, let's like, sway voters... I'm saying, let's say it's game six, game seven. And I believe that Nathan McKinnon would be that guy, just like what he did against the Blues in game five, would have a huge, huge game in itself. And I think he will have a huge series. Why? Now, now I'm not taking away. Now, here's the thing. I'm not taking away from what Kel McCarr has done. He has been ridiculous this postseason. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just looking at. Why has he been ridiculous? Give me one reason why. Speed. No. Kel McCarr? Nope. That's not the reason why. Okay, what do you got? He shut down Connor McDavid. <laughs> did you see what he did in game two? He, he shut down's too strong of a term. He contained the best player in hockey. Right. That alone, uh, yeah. that alone is MVP worthy. He contained the best player in hockey. With McKinnon, you're not going to look at his defense, and he's, he's fine at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But Makar, he has two ways to win, like Bobby Orr did, like Paul Coffey did, <sighs> right? Yeah. Like Nick Lindstrom did. Mm-hmm. Two ways to win. Like Adam Foote. Wait a minute. Not not exactly like him. But you know. Adam Foote was really good. Adam Foote. But I'm talking about the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Rob Niedermeyer. Those guys can change a game on both sides of the ice. Let me ask you this McKinnon question. McKinnon did not have the same type of impact against the Oilers than McCarr because of what McCarr did defensively against McDavid. If you were to have one guy, best, best guy on the ice, let's say if it's the Lightning, who would be the best guy on the ice in that series? Vasilevsky. The goalie. I'm trying hard to, to, to argue with you on that one. The guy who's I'm trying hard, the guy, hard, hard, man. The guy who is now on the Mount Rushmore of top four goalies of all time because of what he has done in the playoffs. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? Well, we've got some AF, or uh, not AFC. We've got some NL West baseball to discuss. We'll get into that, and we'll also talk NBA Finals Game Four tonight from Boston. That's coming up next, right here on Afternoon Drive with Adams and Goodman on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. 
Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Justin Adams TV at Eric Goodman. Justin from Channel 4 filled in yesterday doing the same thing today. He will also be here next Thursday and Friday. He's becoming kind of a regular on the show. Maybe it should be Goodman Fry and Adams. I like the name of that. Yeah, you just can't text her in the show. I mean, if you text her in the show, then your name's off the marquee. <laughs> Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, Colorado Rockies at San Diego Padres tonight, 7.40 p.m. Mountain Time. It's a four-game series this weekend with a doubleheader tomorrow. Uh, Rockies, after we talked about them on Tuesday, ended up winning two out of three in that series in San Francisco, and their loss on Wednesday was only by one run in the 10th inning. So will the Rockies carry some momentum from that road series win into San Diego this weekend tonight. Chad Cool on the mound for Colorado. Joe Musgrove for San Diego. No, but I'm glad they won two out of three. I mean, that's always good, you know, right? I mean, you can take on the Giants, man, a tough team. And to be honest, if you didn't lose the second game in extras, you would have had the sweep. So that's good. Except here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, the San Diego Fathers, they're uh, 13 games over 500. Not happening. It's a good thing Nolan isn't here. Because you know me, I remember conversations, and he and I were going to make a bet on how good the Padres were going to be, and he couldn't have been any more wrong. And this is a guy who hosts a podcast on baseball on Mile High Sports. Yeah, the walk-off walk. Go uh, check it out. I'm sure that it's (laughs) wonderful. I mean, it's him and Alex Becker, two guys who are big-time baseball guys. Right. (laughs) Except he was wrong about the Padres. But it's all right to be. I'm wrong. Well, all the that's time. The, yeah, I'm that's wrong the all thing. The time. Even the guys on the big networks who get paid big money are their predictions are wrong all the time too. I'm wrong. nobody really ever knows what's going to happen. Hey, 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 hey! The Rockies only five and a half games back of the wild card. So there's that. Yeah, but how many? Teams there's did, the real story. But, but how many teams are they trailing? <laughs> They're trailing four. There you go. <laughs> Terrible. Listen, at the end of the day, for as much as we are wrong about predictions, we have a much better batting average than weathermen and go. women. The only job, really, that uh, you can be as wrong as you can and not really have any repercussions. Well, think about this for a second. When it comes back to baseball, if you're good 30% of the time in baseball, you're considered one of the best hitters in baseball. Now, think about that for a second. If you're really good, thirty, if you get three hits and 10 at-bats, you are considered excellent at what you do. Right. What job, not even weather people, are wrong 70% of the time. NBA referees? Not wrong, not 70% of the time they're not. Not 70 because not 70% of the time they're not, but remember, if you're bad 70% of the time, you are considered great. I know. As a baseball player. Crazy. Who is it that plays the Harlem Globetrotters, the Washington Generals? Mm-hmm. Aren't they bad like 100% of the time? They are 
But it's it's an act. It's it's entertainment. It's set up for them. Oh, wait, to are lose. you shocked by this? Is this breaking news? Like next, I- you're gonna tell me that wrestling's not real. <laughs> they do hit each other. So I think some of that blood is real. I'm sure get- it's real blood, but they just <laughs> des- they decide beforehand who's gonna bleed. I can tell you right now, and people say that basketball players are the best athletes out there, right? Yes. I would argue it's professional wrestlers. Flexibility, strength, jump. How, how many basketball players could jump off a top rope like these guys do? Do you really want LeBron James jumping off the top rope? No, I don't. The point is he couldn't. Dennis Rodman did both. Not, the finals. At, not at that level. My point is you have to be... In, now, granted, you write it up too. But then again, that write it up, you better be flexible. Yeah. that You got to be some type of a tremendous athlete. To be in the ring, it's hard enough being a boxer. Right, right, right. In a ring, three minutes at a pop. When you're doing a, like in a big wrestling match, you got a 15-minute match going, no breaks. And listen, you're not getting hit as hard as you could be hit. Mm-hmm. You're still getting hit. Right. You're getting thrown over the top rope onto concrete. And yes, you know how to land. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me that doesn't hurt. Oh, it hurts a lot. The only only other position Somebody I would takes say. a folding chair and smashes it on your back. Mm-hmm. No, they're not going full force on you. Don't tell me that doesn't hurt. Oh, and you have to do it the next week and the following week and the following week and you don't right. get weeks off. Right. And the only other only other athlete I would say would be linebackers. I hate linebackers. Just to be very honest with you. As a tight end, I hate hate linebackers. Of course you do. But I respect them. Because they have to cover so much on the field, and they have to be tremendous athletes to be out there. So that's right. the only other position. Wrestlers generally better actors than basketball players, too. Um, you, well, better than Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Ray Allen. Was Michael good. Jordan was a phenomenal actor. Ray Allen was really good. I mean, more of the on the court acting than the you film mean, acting. You Lobby. mean like Draymond Green yes. acting? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, speaking of Draymond Green, Warriors at Celtics, game four tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time on ABC. Boston leads that series 2-1. to one. Draymond Green ejected, or not ejected, but he fouled out late in game three. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry has been the top scorer in each game of this series so far. Is he the leading scorer again tonight in game four, and will that be enough this time to bring a season or a series-tying win to Golden State. Yes, but he needs help. I mean, Jordan Poole has to do something. I mean, Clay Thompson, he has to have another solid game. They need those contributors to be able to show up. I'll tell you what Golden State really needs. They need Kevin Durant. Unfortunately, Kevin Durant left several years ago. But this is the type of series where they actually need that length and they need that type of shooter. And unfortunately, they don't have it. So they're going to need somebody to be able to step up and to be able to give them a couple extra points here and there. I know we talk about Draymond, but can we get Looney to get some more points? Can somebody step up? That has to be it. That has to happen tonight. Well, that hasn't happened all season. So you're asking guys to do things that they don't ordinarily it's do. It's the finals, man. Somebody it, has to step up. It's it's Clay Thompson. It's Poole and it's Curry. That is their offense. Yeah. And you can't expect guys well, to do things. Well, let's not forget about Andrew Wiggins. He's had some. He's had a couple good. He's had a couple good games in the playoffs. He's an all star. (laughs) Wait, what? I'm sorry. Number one overall pick. I'm sorry. I'm tall. I'm sorry. I thought you were serious. You know what's funny? Yeah. Okay. You know what Andrew Wiggins has that Jamal Murray doesn't have? Max Deal. An all star appearance. That's great. Wait, wait. Not only all star, starting. How? How did? How? How sway? How did that happen? How did that happen? Really? 
Andrew Wiggins didn't put up great numbers. Not at the time. Uh, okay, I'm not saying that he's... It's a popularity uh, contest. I, I, yeah, and I'm not saying that he's garbage, that he's terrible, but... I mean, look, you, he, he earned it, okay? He earned it, but when I have another all-star, and Eric, this is to your point, when you have another all-star, right, mm -hmm. and you have to rely on your scoring of Jordan Poole, a late first-round pick, Clay Thompson, who's coming back from an ACL. Who's averaging at 17 points a game? How, Listen, how, how much how much is Wiggins giving you? How much is Wiggins giving you? Uh, 16 points a game. Wiggins got to give you 20. But like, like, like hold on, hold on, but he's also giving you seven boards. He's a small forward. And and it's not like he has the ball in his hands all the time. Right? It's not like he has the ball in his hand. Who who's the who's the primary shooter? Oh, it will always be Steph. Right? It will always be Steph as your primary scorer. Right? Right? And then Draymond sets things up. Right? But Andrew Wiggins will always get opportunities for wide open threes. I mean, against the Nuggets, he hit some threes, right? What, so, what, what do you consider for a small forward? What would he consider a good field goal percentage? Small forward. Small forward. 50? 50? 50%? Well, 50 for no, 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 no. no. Well, Maybe that'd be pretty good. 45 ish? Okay. Yeah, he's 47. Three point shooting isn't that great. Mm -hmm. And his free throw shooting is just downright abysmal. Okay. So that's yeah. missed miss points there. Yeah. No, I'm not a big Andrew Wiggins guy as well, but he is an all-star and Jamal Murray's not. I can't make any argument with that one. Tim Conley drafted one. Tim Conley drafted mm -hmm. and in free agency has one all-star. One all-star. That's and it. he signed Paul Millsap, which was coming off of being an all-star. But then what happened? In the when East. He got to in the East. Bingo, right there. In the East. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. You can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. It's their sales staff that really separates them from everybody else when you make that type of investment. You're going to have a lot of questions. You need the right product. You just don't buy any refrigerator. You need what fits your needs, and that's why they can answer all your questions at Mountain High Appliance. This is what they do for a living. You know, you go to a Best Buy, and they're looking for their next job. It's a, it's a starter job to do something else. The people who work at Mountain High Appliance, this is their career work with them for sure. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, CBS Sports' Jason Lockonfora wrote an article titled Six Players Set to Have a Breakout Year. Were there any Broncos on that list? That's nice. Catching feelings is a no. Let me tell you how it goes. Curves the word, spins the verb. Lovers hit curves so frequent to her. 